Hi, I'm Sister Justine. I'm a loving, devoted follower of Jesus who teaches at the local Catholic school. And Sister Justine has plenty of stories about saints, which she shares with the children to help them in their everyday lives. Relax and listen as we bring you Sister Justine's Saint Tales. It's the day before Holy Family School's annual used goods donation drive. The children have been asked to donate items they no longer need that could be given to families in the community who might otherwise struggle to afford them. Hey everyone, it looks like there's a lot of good stuff that we'll be donating tomorrow. I brought a bunch of clothes that don't fit me anymore, but are still in really good shape. Me too. I'm also donating some video games I no longer play. What have you got? Well, I've got my old Puffy Puppy Pal collection here. Wow, you've got so many of them. Hey, check it out. Someone else brought in some Puffy Puppy Pals. Wait, that's the Patty Puffy Puppy. And there's a couple more that I never had in my own collection. Maybe I should just keep these and get those so I can have them all. But what about all the charity drive? I want to keep these, and I want those. But what about the kids who have never had any Puffy Puppy Pals? I could finally get one of their own. I never had any of those Puffy Puppy Pals either. I want to complete my collection, and I'm going to get them. That's not very kind. Good morning, children. Good morning, Sister Justine. Sounds like you're having a disagreement. What's going on? We're looking at some things being donated to give to the local needy families. And we found these puffy puppy pails. And there are some that I never had that would complete my collection. So I want to keep what I've got and get those too. But I see you were ready to give up the ones you had until you saw the others. Yes. Well, I guess that's true. It's not always easy parting with things that were so important to you. But many times, giving up what you had is just what God wants. This is the perfect time to share another story of a saint. A saint who grew up rich and privileged, but chose to give much of what he had away to serve others. This is the story of St. Francis of Assisi. Francis was born in the year 1181 in the Italian town of Assisi. He was the son of a wealthy merchant, and his mother came from a noble French family. Hi, I'm Francis, and yes, it's true, I grew up very rich. You might even say he was quite spoiled. As a young man, he and his friends, who were also quite rich, liked to party. What do you say, folks? How about some more wine? Hey, tavern keeper, bring us some more wine and some bread, grapes, and even another roasted pig, and make it snappy. Yes, they partied a lot and often behaved in sinful ways. Francis was a popular man about town. I'm the guy. And being the most popular guy was what mattered to him the most. He wanted more than that. He wanted glory. And he saw the opportunity when war broke out between Assisi and the nearby town of Perugia. I'm off to go become a hero. You're welcome, everyone. But the war didn't go so well for Assisi. It was a one-sided battle, and many of Assisi's soldiers were killed. Francis was lucky. Because he was from a rich family, the army from Perugia decided that they wouldn't kill him, but instead capture him and get ransom money in exchange for his release. This is certainly no fun. Francis was held captive for about a year, until his ransom was paid and he was set free. But do you think he learned any valuable lessons? Partay!
Unfortunately, no. He went right back to his partying and sinful ways. He also still sought glory and power. He got another chance when Pope Innocent called for a crusade to retake Jerusalem from the Muslim rulers who occupied the city at the time. Woohoo! Dad just set me up with the best suit of armor that money can buy. Let's go! But something happened shortly after he left Assisi to join the knights who were heading out on the crusade. I had this weird dream. It was like God himself was trying to talk to me. My dear Francis, you're doing it all wrong. You're living all wrong. Go back home. Give up your worldly life of partying and start again. That dream really moved me. And so I decided that, yes, I would go home. I saw this other knight who wasn't as rich as me, and it showed. He needed some good armor. So I gave him my set, and then I returned home. His father didn't take his return well at all. He was quite mad that Francis just gave up all that armor. And the folks around town who used to adore me? Now they laughed at me and made me feel ashamed and embarrassed. I turned to prayer and waited for God to give me more signs. But in the meantime, he also had the day-to-day tasks of working in the family business. One day, Francis was riding out in the countryside when he came across this poor, poor man. He was sick with leprosy. He didn't look so good, and he smelled even worse. But yet, I felt pity toward him. I kissed his hand, and he, so moved that someone cared, kissed mine. I got back on my wagon and went on my way. But when I turned to see the leper one last time, he was gone. I had the strangest feeling inside me, a feeling of joy. It was like God was testing me. Looking for further signs from God, Francis later went to pray at a church in San Damiano. As I was praying, I once again heard a voice. It was like the cross itself was talking to me. Francis, repair my church. I went back to my father's shop and took some fabric, then sold it quickly to raise money for that church. But boy, was my father mad. He said I was stealing his merchandise, and the town people thought I was losing my mind. Francis's father brought him before the local bishop and demanded Francis return the money and renounce any claims to inheritance. The bishop told me to give back the money, saying God would provide. So I did, and I also gave him the clothes off my back. Then I went off, looking for bricks and stones to rebuild that church. But Francis soon learned that God didn't mean to rebuild just one church building, but rather to rebuild THE church, the whole institution. There were many great people in the church, but there were also some who strayed from Christ-like behavior. It became my mission to get people to repent and follow God again. He would preach on the streets, and over time, slowly, people started to listen and follow him. Among the lessons I provided was a reminder that Jesus, as written in the Gospels, told the rich man that in order to follow him, he had to give up his wealth. I had given up my wealth, and yet I felt good, because God would take care of me in his way. Pretty soon, enough people followed him that Francis had his own order, a group of people committed to loving God and sharing the good news together. He was kind to people, rich and poor. 
He healed many sick people and had a reputation for being able to talk to the animals. Here's another interesting fact about me. I'm the one who invented the nativity scene, like the ones you see in homes and churches every Christmas season. Francis is also the first known saint to have the same wounds that Jesus got at the crucifixion. It's called stigmata, wounds to the hands and feet like Jesus had when he was nailed to the cross, and to the side of his body like Jesus got when he was pierced by a spear. Francis was canonized a saint in the year 1228. Today, he's the patron saint of animals, ecology, and merchants. But he's also an excellent example of how giving up earthly riches wins you God's favor and makes your spirit feel better. There's a famous prayer of St. Francis, isn't there? Yes, there is. It goes like this. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may never seek to be consoled as much as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, in pardoning that we are pardoned, and in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. So what St. Francis was praying for is to be someone who could help and love others more than to be helped and loved. Exactly. You know, it would make another kid happy if they got these puffy puppy pals. I'll donate what I've got. Good for you. You're doing the right thing. And trust me, you'll feel really good about it, knowing that other children whose families otherwise couldn't afford them will finally get their chance to love them. That does make me feel good. Thank you, sister. Thank you. You've been listening to Sister Justine's Saint Tales, created and distributed by the Communications Department of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. The voice talents you heard are Melissa Cumming as Sister Justine, Connor, Nora, and David as the students, Gregory Tobin as the voice of God, and I'm Michael Mrosiak. I was the voice of Saint Francis of Assisi. I'm also the creator, writer, and producer of this series. Special thanks to Notre Dame Academy in Buffalo for their production assistance, to Samuel Francis Johnson and Pixabay for use of the prayer theme, and thanks to you for listening. Be sure to come back for more of Sister Justine's Saint Tales.